On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the preseason poll is officially here. And go oh, ahead, yeah. Tate. Say oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let them know. Number one, your North Carolina Tar Heels. We're back. Officially back. I was, uh, so I've been running my algorithms. Stamped back. <laughs> I've been running my algorithms for a little over a month now. And I was forecasting a world in which the Buckeyes were number one in football. Mm. At the same time, the Tar Heels were number one in basketball. Yes. Still could happen. A lot of football left to be played. Mm -hmm. Um, and nothing's changing in basketball for at yeah, least yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I th that's never happened in the history of this show that we've we've had our two schools be number one at the same mm. time. So, folks, if you thought we were insufferable before, wait for Ooh. Georgia to lose Ooh. in football. Yeah, <laughs> and then wait for. Then the, we're just gonna high five each other for an the hour. By a week of Carolina football, they jump up to like number fifteen. I have both things to celebrate. I might be too obnoxious on the show. Um, I am. I am going to do. The, so, uh, I the reason I'm talking about football and Tate's excited about the AP poll coming out in basketball. Mm. Uh, I was not quite as excited. The Buckeyes are well, not ranked. In I, the top I learned 25. to hate the AP poll over the years because of all the Duke propaganda. Yeah, and Gonzaga seemed to be like the team now that gets number one every single year. We'll, we'll talk about. Well, it. you're gonna love what I'm doing today, Tate, because the Buckeyes were snubbed from the top 25 wow. uh so i i have put together my haters guide to the ap top 25 i'm going to lay out a case for every mm -hmm. single one of these teams being overrated um college they took your spot college basketball as it turns out is not in a good spot because <laughs> all these teams suck yeah and i'm going to, yeah and i'm going to explain they took why our spot. They took our <laughs> also uh the mlb playoffs are broken because the dodgers lost so maybe we'll talk about that a little bit at the yeah. end yeah uh, but are they yeah because <laughs> the yankees are still they still have a chance tonight. If, the, if the yankees lose to the guardians tonight the playoffs it's over. are we have, they're, yeah. they're super broken i uh -huh. think it's like yes. it's <laughs> it, where do we go from here there's a fork in the road. There's an official crisis uh, in MLB. Maybe a little football talk, but the 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 bulk, the the meat and potatoes of this show is we finally, yeah, very long wait, but we finally have a list of 25 basketball teams with names next to the numbers, mm. and with that, we have things to argue about. I can't wait. The preseason is officially here. I am so excited. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it, but first, Woody Durham. Hey, All right, Tate, let's get into it. Your Tar Heels, number one in the country. Uh, I guess we'll start there, obviously. You're wearing your... Who, who, what, what jersey are you wearing today? Is that Nectar Jai? No, this is the uh, future Bob Cousy winner, R.J. Davis. Oh, okay. Uh, best point guard in the country. Was Nectar Jai number four? I think so. I gotta look that up. But Maktar Jai, as you know, is uh, one of those Carolina players that is uh, hated and and loved, uh, depending on who you talk to. He famously told Michael Jordan that Akeem Olajuwon was actually the GOAT um, while wearing a Carolina uniform. And uh, Michael Jordan, famously years later in the NBA, Maktar was trying to get into a club. This is how the story goes. And Michael Jordan was like, oh yeah, that's right. You said Olajuwon. You're not getting in. So uh, Maktar <laughs> is one of those Carolina players. He was number four, by the way. I just yeah, looked it up. There you go. Dude, how about that? Michigan transfer, idea. you know what I mean, comes in. But yeah, we're not going to talk about Maktar Jai because that brings up times of North yeah. <laughs> Carolina not winning the national championship. Uh, but North Carolina has won the national championship. You are the preseason national champions. According uh, to do, Duke fans, Do you yes. put a ban banner up for that? Seriously. Like, in all seriousness, <laughs> does, does Carolina? Because I, I know you guys have a lot of things hanging in the Dean mm -hmm. Dome. Um, I'm, I'm not making a joke. I was curious because like J Jim doesn't know, you know, there's a lot of people listening to the show. They don't yeah. know the customs in North Carolina. Do you guys in fact hang banners when you are preseason number one? I'm sure there is a banner <laughs> in there for AP preseason number one. I'm sure there is. We'll, we'll look in. Uh, around the are you dome. only, you only hang uh you're going to tell me you only hang title 
banners yeah like coach like mr k did and, and then, then there's uh, all there's the banners all <laughs> and he's i think he's hung four banners since he made that comment none of those national championship banners but uh yeah i digress north carolina basketball first time since 2015 2016 their preseason number one that year we all know what happened chris jenkins the shot they get mm -hmm. to the title game and that was also in houston mm. so a uh, little serendipity there and then uh, north carolina 10 times Preseason number one. That is a record. So maybe they put a banner up for that. The most preseason that number ones. You, you yeah. The most. We were tied with Duke at nine and now we have 10. So uh, oh it's official God. that uh, Duke is yet again been killed by North Carolina. Basketball. <laughs> I love the idea of uh, you and Duke having a band. Like, you, you swap it back and forth. Yes. You, you it's you like have the victory pass. bell. Yeah. We just go back. When, and forth. You know, when Duke, they get to paint it Duke blue. We painted yeah. Carolina blue, but it ne has the, all the years. Next year, on Duke's it. number one to start the season they take the banner back and they hang out. <laughs> it, it honestly could happen it could happen but uh this north carolina team Do, i'm very excited about. does this matter to you uh i instead of uh instead of letting you answer i want to answer first <laughs> i feel because my read on it was before the poll came out that i feel like carolina being number one doesn't matter as much as carolina not being number one would have mattered to you, you would have lost yes. your mind if carolina wasn't one but being one, does that matter? Does that register? Does it, this feel like something to you? It feels like, remember Hubert Davis last year in February after they beat Duke, or, or in March when they beat Duke the first time, and he was mm. like, North Carolina should never be an afterthought. It did come to a point where it was like, oh, we're talking about college basketball. We're talking about the Champions Classic. We're talking about Duke. Oh, yeah, and North Carolina. What are they up to? You know what I mean? So it does feel like North Carolina is back-centered in the college basketball conversation, <laughs> which they needed to be. I'm excited for them to be. But now the real games begin. I uh I I support North Carolina's number one. By the way, I want to say that I don't. Necessarily, I think it's good for college basketball. Gun to my head, I don't necessarily think you're probably the best team. I I dude, I'm not even just saying this because I'm backtracking my Houston hatred the last couple of years. Like I I really think Houston is on paper the best team, and yeah. Houston makes it move for me the most when I'm looking at Houston and what's Houston. A, yeah and and. Their schedule, they're just gonna steamroll everybody. Um, that actually worries me. They're gonna be like the the new Gonzaga now, right? Like they're gonna be. I think Houston should be number two. They're gonna be two in yeah. my mind. Um, but this is great for college basketball. There's North Carolina because it's not just a blue blood. It's not just a program that everybody knows. It's not something that uh, it, like like that part is all true. But it's also all the guys that are back. It's the familiar faces. Um, and it's stupid and it's annoying. And if you're a fan of like Gonzaga or Houston and you really wanted to be preseason number one, cause that would have mattered more to your program than it does North Carolina. Maybe I get that point of view, but as a whole for college basketball, there's a reason that blue bloods are always <laughs> given yeah. the benefit of the doubt, which we'll get into more with these other blue bloods because, uh, mm. the a haters lot, a guide, lot of benefits and a lot of, doubts. oh my God, the haters guide is, is whew, the blue blood treatment that, that happened mm -hmm. with, but at, at the top, I think you got to pick like. I think the way the AP preseason should work is that you figure out the best blue blood, you you make them number one, and then the rest of it is like fair game, and we actually figure out who the best, you know, then yeah. you actually rank it, which I don't know. I don't think that's the case necessarily. I don't know. Carolina could be the best team, but um, I don't know. I think I like Houston more, but I love the idea of North. Like if you, if we would have woke up today and Houston was the number one team, that would be bad for college basketball. That would not have been. It you would know? be a lot of conversations about 1983. We're talking about Elijah Wan. Maybe it all. Maybe you brought up Maktar Jai for a good reason because we're talking about Elijah <laughs> yeah. Wan instead of Jordan. Uh, that's re really what it would have been. And this is Houston's highest ranking since 1983, since they were in the five slamma jamma days. So it, they still get the same response that they would if they were number one. You know what I mean? Because they're number three. It's still shocking to see Houston number three for a lot of the common fan. They're like yeah. Houston. Oh wow, yeah. they're good again. You yeah. Know? And that does enough in number three. Um, should, should, can I give you the haters guide? Yeah, please. Can we go through them? Because, um, again, this is, uh, you know what? 
this isn't because Ohio State's not ranked. I'm actually not mad about that, mm -hmm. and I've I've decided that. How I, many I, votes? Can I, hold on. How many votes did Ohio State get? Twenty three votes. It's okay. Twenty three votes. So it's the jersey number Bronny's gonna wear. Yeah. At Ohio State, mm -hmm. or is, his, it's already retired because his father wore it at yes. Ohio State. So, yeah. I actually saw <laughs> a the other day a sponsored thing got sent to me, and it was a LeBron James Ohio State jersey. Yeah, and I was I almost tempted to buy it because, like you, you said, Bronny you, James. What's funny about uh, jokes about LeBron playing at Ohio State is that there's a ton of footage of him playing in the Shotstein Center because he won state championships. You know? Yeah. So you can almost like as more time goes on and I become more delirious as I get older and the, 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 the haze of age starts setting in. You start telling stories. I start about like actually LeBron. thinking like, did he, th was yeah. he there for like a semester and I just mm -hmm. forgot or what, you know, cause you, you remember in your mind the time that he dunked in the shot. Yeah. We would have <laughs> never gotten Odin without LeBron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I'm not mad about that. Cause actually, uh, I, th I think the Buckeyes are in a good spot, and I think uh, not being ranked is where we want to be. I, th I think flying under the radar Coach is where we want to be. Yeah, he, he would he, say, he, he, this is the greatest we're, we're not ever. a ranked team. Um, but there are a lot of haters out there. We know that. We interact with them all the time. All like, the time. Like, I mean, that's, that's a daily thing Too for much. us. Um, and, and these haters, uh, they, they need ammunition, Tate. They need, uh, they need help. They need help understanding why all these teams suck. Like, why is North Carolina overrated? All that kind mm -hmm. of thing. So I, I as a as a peace offering to the haters because we, we we ourselves are famously not haters we are not we are positive vibes only guys yeah. but the haters are out there and i wanted to, to build a bridge with them by offering some material for them to use mm -hmm. so this is not my thoughts mm -hmm. this is this is for the haters for the haters yes yeah, yeah i don't actually believe this i just put you this... don't want to do your own research as a hater. yeah yeah exactly here are your talking points yes here are your talking points <laughs> all right so the ap top 25 we'll go through it number one north carolina uh, why are they number one? It's because they bring everyone back. That's the thing. It's like we, we're, we're North Carolina and we bring everyone back. They're really excited about that. First of all, you don't bring everyone back. You lost the one guy who created mismatch problems for you and made you hard to guard in the first place. Mm. Brady Manick, he's gone. So like, is anyone going to acknowledge that? Uh, yeah, a no. few a few Carolina fans might and they'll say, yeah, we replaced him with Pete Nance, a guy who played for one of the worst power conference programs in the history of college basketball. That's the guy that's going to replace Brady Manick. Cool. That's exciting. I would say Puff Johnson. <laughs> I would say Puff Johnson. Also, uh, all the guys you brought back got blown out constantly last year. Like mm -hmm. twice a month, mm -hmm. you look up and North Carolina's losing. Bill's character. At, losing at home to Pitt. You're lucky to win in the second round. If 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 Baylor doesn't blow it in overtime. Blow it. Does, uh, <laughs> does anybody even remember this North Carolina team at all? What do you rank? Carolina to Baylor, with a 27-point lead. <laughs> if you lose to Baylor in the second round, what do you rank? 17th to start the season this year, probably? Ooh. No, probably, probably not ranked. Probably, probably not 23 ranked. votes <laughs> based on the bubble boys. Also, all-time historic choke job in the NCAA title game. People forget that. People <laughs> people legitimately do forget that. I, I actually did forget that. <laughs> Kansas fans are very upset that people tend to think that North Carolina did win the title. But that's Duke. That's not us. That's the Duke propaganda. So uh, Carolina overrated, obviously. Uh, Gonzaga, your best team in program history, got embarrassed in the title game a couple years ago. And then yeah. your team with the unicorn last year gets embarrassed to Arkansas in the Sweet 16. What makes you possibly think that this team can get it done? Those two couldn't. Mm. Also, Drew Timmy, your act is stale. Get new material. I'm just kind of over Drew Timmy in general. And Drew like Timmy him. was gone, right? It, it was two feet out the door. Yeah. Everyone was like, mm -hmm. Drew Timmy, bye-bye. But now he's back. How back is he? Yeah. How many feet yeah, are that's in? Exactly, that's exactly right. Is Drew Timmy going to opt out <laughs> at some point? Did he come back? Yeah, and like Drew, <laughs> Drew Timmy, uh, he came, it, Drew, Drew Timmy puffing his chest and saying like, I, I came back because more money here. there's more money at Gonzaga. Like that doesn't, that, that's not a positive for Gonzaga's name image likeness situation. That that speaks more to your 
uh, your your abilities at the professional level than it does the situation at Gonzaga. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And also Mark Few, by the way. Mark Few is supposed to be the, the next guy up for mm -hmm. Coach K. He's going to step in. He's going to go talk to Congress. He's going to be the face of college basketball. If you're really the next Coach K, you'd be preseason number one. That's true. Yeah. So you're really kind of falling off. Also, quit appropriating blue blood culture, Gonzaga, when you have not even won a title. You you, you literally have not won one single mm -hmm. title, yet you expect everyone. Like Mark Few, as you said, is like the new face of college basketball somehow. Um, and, somehow. And, and Andy Katz was on our show last time we were sitting in these chairs and was like, yeah, Gonzaga, a lot of people don't like it that they call them blue bloods. And you and I were raising our hands like, Andy, yeah. <laughs> us. Gonzaga is like that we golfer don't. that won the Players' Championship and is acting like he won a major. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you're, and you keep looking at him. You're like, look, yeah, this is not this is not it, Sergio yeah. Garcia. You got to win the Masters, and eventually, hopefully, Gonzaga will get over the hump. So Gonzaga overrated. Yep. Get out of my face, uh, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stamp it. Houston number three. Congrats on being the new Gonzaga. Uh, go win thirty games in your Mickey Mouse Conference again, and then mm. complain about not being taken seriously, Houston. That's what I would say to you. Um, and people also, forget Memphis last game of the regular season. They blew out Houston, and not and, just the last game of the regular season. They, they blew earlier. them out twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got Memphis, me a little worried. Memphis was a joke to us all season, and they beat you twice, Houston. Mm -hmm. And now you expect who's laughing now? Yeah, yeah who's laughing now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Us. Also, your logo is just Kentucky's logo edited a little bit. Yeah, like you, 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 you let a high school Photoshop class mm -hmm. take Kentucky's logo and then like tweak it, and you then turn that like, K yeah. into an H. Yeah, that's all you did, and mm -hmm. everyone sees. And then it. and then put it red paint. Right, overrated. Fill with red. Overrated. <laughs> uh, number four, Kentucky. Oh my God! Oh my Where do goodness. we even start with this? Your program is in disarray. Mm -hmm. St. Peter's. It's it's being held together by John Calipari's charisma, which is running on fumes at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, you lose to St. Peter's. You sucked ass in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty. I think Kentucky historically fans, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, historically forget. sucked ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you sucked a historic amount of ass. It was nineteen twenty seven. Kentucky <laughs> yeah. was the comp. Dude, I think uh, Kentucky fans have gotten away too much um in this offseason with uh fighting back because like the a lot of a lot of the Kentucky haters are pointing out that Kentucky has not won an NCAA tournament game since 2019 Tate yeah it's been I've heard it. years yeah I've heard people saying and that. Kentucky fans say that's not fair they raise their hand they say hey that's not fair what you're doing here because mm -hmm. everybody knows the 2020 tournament was canceled and had we played in that we definitely would have won and to that I say would you have <laughs> you lost to Evansville that year at home mm. you lost to Evansville so can I can I Honestly, say in my heart of hearts that I believe in 2020, that Kentucky team, good team. I think they won the SEC that year. Yeah. Um, not saying you're a bad team. I would say last year's Kentucky team was better. They couldn't beat a 15 seed. So what tells you that the 2020 Kentucky team could I guess won? they would say we'd be a one seed, we'd beat a 16 seed. But then <laughs> yeah. after that, I'm not um, sure. So basically the whole reason to be excited about this this Kentucky team. So that was the past. This is the the, the current situation. The whole reason Kentucky's ranked number 4 is cuz Oscar Shibway, the national player of the year is, is back, back, who I love. I adore Oscar Shibway. We is, we both do. We're big incredible. fans. He yeah. is he is very very good. He's inevitable. He's one of those guys mm -hmm. that like on his worst night he's still giving you a double-double. He's it, can't say enough great things about him. But but however, can the man even walk right now? Mm -hmm. We don't know. We don't know. I big blue what is it? Big Blue Madness? Is that yeah, what they call it? I think so, big Blue yeah. Nation's Madness. <laughs> he's on crutches. He's not putting any weight on his on his knee. John Calipari's telling us it's just a it's a minor quote unquote. He knee announced surgery. he announced this surgery, which like you and I, let's just take it like without the context. If you told us Oscar Sheboy is getting knee surgery two weeks before the season starts, 
Red flag. Red flag. Red All flag over the city. place. So your whole your whole case for Kentucky this year, and there might be a case. I don't know if if Oscar Sheboy was healthy. Yeah, you have the, you have the Major best player case. in the country. That's uh-huh. a case. That's a case. But do you have the best player in the country? I don't know. I can't say for certain that you do. I I, I saw him hobbling around during Big Blue Madness. I don't I don't think you have him. And I'm John a, Calipari was the one who relayed the information, right? It wasn't a doctor. It wasn't anyone that said this is the. Mm-hmm. He just said it was a minor procedure. Minor. We got to clean some things up. Don't worry about it, but also Oscar will not be playing for us to start the season. The last time I remember an All-American getting a minor knee surgery was Denzel Valentine in the middle of the 2016 season. Mm-hmm. Um, got he, I mean, like let's be honest, he faked it. He, he didn't actually get the surgery, which everyone knows. Even Tom Izzo would, would tell you that. But um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he gets the minor knee scope. He's out for like a month or something. Um, and then Michigan State went on to, you know, they went on to win a national championship that year. Believe it or not, no. Wait, no. No, they, no, they lost to 15 seed. That's right. Yeah, they lost to 15. I'm sorry, I got the years. I was thinking of the 2000 Michigan State team. That was the year they won the national championship. Yeah, that year that the best player on the team had a quote unquote minor knee surgery. We promise it's not that big of a deal. They went on to lose to a 15 seed. So St. Peter's so, 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Back to back for Kentucky coming. It might be. Hang I the don't banner. Know. I don't know. Uh, Kansas is number five. Um, defending national champions. They got that banner up quick, Tate. Real they, quick. They wasted no time. Yes. They said the NCAA might you, try to take they, it from us. They looked at the IARP right in the eyes and said, you will not take this away. They thought if we if we put it up in the Raptors, <laughs> they can't get it. It's like too high. They're like a they're like an uncle dangling food yeah. in front of their nephews. Yeah, jump they're for like, it. Jump for it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels that um, way. Kansas is the defending national champions. Uh I I you know, I don't I, if you're a Kansas fan, I don't think any part of you really honestly probably cares much about this season. I I, I wouldn't say you're, it's a lost season, but if Kansas loses in the first round, is there a Kansas fan that's going to cry? No, you're just Probably like kind of living in the moment, having a good time. Uh, which is good because Kansas is going to lose in the first round. Tate, they got mm. they, 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 your best player shot 26% from the three point line last year, Jalen Wilson. Uh, Kevin McCuller is your big piece that you brought in. I know Grady Dick, which by the way, real that, that's a real name. That's a real guy. I was going to say, Dick. my yeah. only haters guy to this team is Grady Dick. Yeah. And that's all I need to say, Grady Dick. Your best freshman's Dick. He's a Dick. Yeah. Um, Kevin McCuller comes over from Texas Tech. It it sends shockwaves through the Big Twelve. It's going to change everything for a guy who averaged thirty or, or what he averaged like ten points a game and shot thirty one percent from three. Mm-hmm. Um, I I yeah. I mean, come on, you're a football school now. Sorry, Kansas. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's the way it is. And that's unfortunate <laughs> because they lost back to back weeks. Because you're also football. not a football school anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Haters are loving this. Big Ten invite taken away. Take it away. <laughs> Uh, number six is Baylor or no, no number, number five, five as well I'm that's sorry. what I wanted to point out also two number five number so also five the AP voters could not decide which Big 12 team was the class of the Big 12 because Baylor they're the they're kind of like the new blood and then you got the blue blood they are the face of the new blood blue blood rivalry yeah. in college basketball and they're both number five in the preseason uh, Baylor also this this summer went on an international trip representing America I don't know I don't remember if they wore the USA jerseys but they um they go on an international trip and play a bunch of foreign countries. They go one and four on the international trip date. They're they're an embarrassment to the country. You're, you're you've let the entire country down, Baylor. Yeah. So like if 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 Baylor wins a national championship this year, having gone one and four, now we have to look in the mirror and, and and ask ourselves like, is Brazil? I think they lost to Brazil. Is Brazil better at basketball than the best that we have to offer? I don't want to. So we can't way. let this happen. We can't let that happen. We as a nation no. must stop Baylor. Yeah. Okay. It says here they didn't have their four best players during that tour, but uh, you know, it's a team game tape. <laughs> yeah. Next man up mentality. It's on the front of the <laughs> yeah. chest, not the back. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, number seven, dude. I mean, come on, dude. Like, come on. What? I mean, come on. Look at this. I, mean, look, that, yeah, that's this. What, that's, I need the AP poll, and I need the roster of Duke where I just keep going, come on. I mean, look at this. Duke, uh, so... Finesse could, of the year. I could say a lot of things about last <laughs> season. Um, as I'm sure you could as well. I could as well. As to yeah. why... Like, honestly, I feel like Duke should take a year off from a preseason poll. Like, they, they should have... Given the way last season ended... They should be forced. It's like a mm -hmm. it's, it's it's like a shadow uh, death penalty, you know. Yeah. It's like not actually a death penalty. You could still play basketball, but like for the first half of the season, you're unranked. We're yeah. sorry, no That's propaganda. Yeah, we're just no. There's you, just no you more guys are yeah. done. Just take a break. Just go sit over there. Yeah, well, you, you have to earn your way back at the table. Deep right? breaths. Deep um, breaths. That's how I thought it would work. Mm -hmm. That is not how it worked. The Duke Blue Devils are the number seven team in the country. Inexplicably, they have a a brand new head coach who's 34 years old. Who's, who's never coached. Never coached. At any level. At any level. At any level. Uh, their entire roster is basically gone. They brought mm -hmm. back Jeremy Roach. That's it. The, the, the case for Duke is we brought back Jeremy Roach and we have a bunch of great recruits. When does Duke not have great recruits? That's never been the problem for Duke. So now, yeah. like, the times that Duke is good is when they have the great recruits paired with the guys who stayed. Uh, I, I, I looked it up today. As it, as it turns out, Wendell Moore didn't come back. No. Trevor Keels. No. Trevor Keels did not come back. Uh, Paolo Bencaro says here, went number one in the NBA mm -hmm. draft, did not come back. Mark, Mark Williams. Mark Williams did not come All back. All the Hornets. AJ Griffin didn't come back. Gone. Playing great. It's Jeremy Roach, a bunch of freshmen, and a uh, brand new head coach. And apparently that, that formula, number seven in the country. And a lot of people <laughs> would say, well, they still have their head coach. He still has his office, Mr. K. He's probably going to help shepherd in this new era. So they he said that he will not go to practice. He will not be at a game. So if we see him there, press the panic button. Press the, okay. I thought you were going to say they have two head coaches, and that's why they're... <laughs> yeah, that's why they're they just need, yeah, it's yeah. the quarterback conundrum. <laughs> I do that's think Mr. K is, uh, he is trying to stay away. But if he does come around, we have to point it out, because he told us he wouldn't be around. Yeah. So... Uh, UCLA lost the Pac-12 by three games last year. Mm -hmm. UCLA's eighth, uh, by the way. They lost the Pac-12 by three games last year with what was supposed to be their best team since John Wooden. Um, they, yeah, I mean, that's and, and this team's not going to be as good as last year's team, is it? Do we expect this year's team? I mean, Hami Hawkins, they got good Tiger freshmen, Campbell, I know. yeah, Amari Bailey. Amari Bailey's good. Drake's stepson or whatever it is, whatever <laughs> relation they have there. But I will say uh, UCLA this year, like you said, they don't have the same pressure on them, which is nice to be at number eight. And they have familiar faces. If Hami Hawkes has a great year, you get excited about UCLA, but no Johnny Juzang, no Johnny Magic. Yeah. No the Johnny Basketball. Gone. The Magic's yeah, it's dead. Gone. It's gone. Yeah. You lose. Uh, Sorry, and, Mick and, and like, honestly, you've lost me as well because you joined the Pig Ten, so now you're a conference rival. Like, oh, wow. So the part of me that was like, uh, as I'm living in LA, I want to amplify LA basketball out here. Um, no, not anymore. You fucked that up, UCLA. It's over. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even kidding. My I apologies a, to Hep Cronin. I had a UCLA <laughs> sweatshirt that I threw away when they announced when that they happened? were going to Big Ten. I was like, I can't, I can't wear this. Oh wow, I'm not gonna wear this anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> would, would you ever see me wearing the colors of a team in the Big Ten that's not Ohio State? I don't think so. There's definitely <laughs> not a video of that out there. There's definitely <laughs> zero famous examples of me. Uh, flip-flopping which Big Ten team and I haters, support. haters, don't you dare Google that, haters. <laughs> We're helping you out here. Uh, number nine, Creighton Blue Jays. Um, I don't know. You beat Villanova once every year and you think it makes you a man? Is that what you think? Yeah. Is that what you think? You, you, you get hot one night against Villanova and then you're like, look at me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown, I'm a big boy. Mm -hmm. I wear big boy pants. Is that what you think, Creighton? No. 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 Highest preseason ranking ever for Creighton is number nine. That's pretty damning to me. Outside of the game last year when they, because they do, they literally do it every year. Mm -hmm. Like 
the, the every single year it feels like one game against Villanova, Creighton does not miss, um, and and they win by thirty, and like that's their that's their announcement to the the country. They put the country on notice, and they're like, if we if we make every shot, we can beat anybody in the country. It's like, but damn, dude, that's crazy. Good point. That's crazy. That that applies to no other teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just you guys. That's just that's, it's very unique to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um. They beat Villanova last year, so I'll, I'll tip of the cap for that. But uh, outside of that, would you say, Tate, that all of Creighton's best wins other than that, as you think on it, I'm not saying this is a fact, but as you remember, your recollection of the Creighton season last year, all their best wins other than that were actually losses? Yeah, almost beat Kansas. Almost beat Kansas, yeah. That, that's their best win. Yeah. In my gave, book. Gave Villanova a good game-ish in the mm-hmm. Big East tournament. Ish. Ish. Wow, that's cool. I was at that game. <laughs> yeah. Ish. Um. They also lost sneakily their best player. They they have a bunch of great guys coming back, but Ryan Hawkins was awesome, and they lost him. And they and they re- haven't talked about him at all. And we saw him in the three x three u tournament, Ryan, and we were asking him about the season, and it seemed like he was a really big part of that team. They replaced him with a uh, Baylor Shireman, who looks like Johnny Lawrence from uh, what's the what's what's Karate the, Kid? Karate Kid, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai. He sh- he that's sh- the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't same, watch that same show. World. He was the same world. Same universe. Same cinematic universe. Yeah, it's all in the valley. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> he does. He looks like Johnny Lawrence. Look it up for those of you listening. He should have gone to Duke in, uh, in retrospect, uh-huh. Baylor Shireman. But he might be uh, enough to be the face of uh, you know Creighton basketball this to year. To be the face of an overrated Creighton team. Yeah, there you Sorry, go. Sorry, Creighton. Also overrated. Top, so the top nine, all overrated. Okay. Uh, number 10, Arkansas. Um, I'll just say, you know, like Arkansas is very young. They have, they have, they've been to two elite eights in a row. Uh, none of that matters. They have a, they have a brand new team. It's a, it's a lot of young guys and, uh, there is a, a 0% chance. I ran my algorithm today, so don't worry, Arkansas fans. There is a 0% chance that Nick Smith kills it in the non-conference schedule and then opts out at semester break because he realizes that he's a lock for number three in the draft and is like, I have nothing else to play for. There's, that's definitely not going to happen. Not so going to happen. Worry about it. Yeah, don't, don't freak out about uh-huh. that. But also, Team USA and Nike and everyone has probably already put that in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but it's not going to happen. According <laughs> to my yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, number 11, Tennessee. Uh, I'll make this one simple. Just beat one team with a pulse on the road. Okay. Just one team with a pulse on the mm-hmm. road. You, you won some neutral games. I saw it. We all saw it. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking that away from you. Beat one team on the road with a pulse and get back to me. Okay. And then I'll take you seriously, Tennessee. Okay. That's all. That's all I want. I like fair? Tennessee. I couldn't say anything, uh, you know, to really disparage what I like, what I see from Tennessee. But you're making a great point. Very Graham Couch, Coach Titus of me. But uh, win a road game. Win a win a win a real road a true game. road a game. true road game against a real team. And you have my respect. Yeah, and and if and, and here's how it works: if you beat the team on the road, then they weren't a, they weren't uh, it wasn't a real test. You know what I mean? Mm. That's, <laughs> yeah, they weren't playing. That's great. how they get. That's yeah. how you get them. Yeah, best players out of the game. If Tennessee beats a team on the road, th- if you lose at home to Tennessee, then you actually weren't that good. So it doesn't count as a good win for Tennessee. That's how. <laughs> Are you a little, so you just keep moving the goalposts. I'm also personally worried that Tennessee football being so good mm. might hurt, you know, a little bit of the Great Tennessee question. basketball momentum there. No, yeah. no team's ever won a football title and a basketball title in the same year, have they? <laughs> I don't think that's happened. I don't know. We'll have to get our, our research team on that one. I don't think I, I don't think it has happened. I, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> no Tennessee football. How late? As an aside, what, what's your what's your take on the the goalposts? Did you see they started a GoFundMe? Mm-hmm. I personally found that to be extremely lame and like just pissed all over the moment. And and know. then people were donating like the score and uh, yeah. I mean, I get like trying to capitalize on that, but. I, what, I thought it was a joke. I thought like when I clicked on the link, it was going to say 
go vols and be a picture of Peyton Manning smoking a cigar. And that mm -hmm. was it. And that was the only, like, you know, and then the, the, they set up this fake GoFundMe just to tweet it out from the Tennessee football account as some sort of like, you know, that's what I thought it was. And then you click on it and they're actually soliciting donations. No, they're taking money and, and people were paying. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. 5249. Money. Yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> they're like, how do we make profits off this? Create a GoFundMe. Uh, number 12, Texas. I mean, come on. Come dude. on. Come on. Come I mean, on. look at it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Maybe. Maybe. And I'm, I'm, I'm being <laughs> generous here. Maybe. Maybe the fourth best team in their own state, Tate. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. And I'm supposed to care about them maybe winning a national title. They, if, if, you did a, if you did a Texas State tournament, I'm not sure Texas makes the Final Four. And, and you, you expect me to take them seriously as making the Final Four this year? No. Can't do it. Can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, they might be the fifth best team, but they're somehow the twelfth best team in the country. This is a very Josh Pastner logic yeah. of how we got here. I but also Chris Beard and his program, some sort of payola is happening because Texas is number two. I repeat, number two on Kim Palm's preseason top. Oh, we can talk about that in a little while if you want. Oh my goodness. We'll, we'll what talk about is that? Yeah. The bubble, the bubble boys are back and, uh, <laughs> and they're taking money. <laughs> they're taking thank god for the ap poll because kim pom having carolina at number nine you would have been oh, if, I, if we had to do a show before I, the ap poll mm -hmm. came out you would have been irate you yeah. would have been <laughs> we'll talk about kim pom in a second <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to kim pom uh number 13 indiana uh pff, dude listen we indiana brings everyone back that's the that's the that's the thing i put in quotes quote mm -hmm. unquote we bring everyone back that's why you're excited about it, indiana uh that's great those guys sucked they couldn't shoot uh, you, you barely beat Wyoming in a play-in game. You get smoked by St. Mary's in the real when the real tournament starts. Smoked. That's that's what you bring back. That's what we're excited about. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's cool. That's I, I'm, I'm sure this year it'll be different. Like you brought all those same guys you sucked <laughs> last year back. I'm sure this year they won't. Suck well, they had to have gotten better, right? You yeah, know, of they course. probably put on 15 pounds of muscle. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, overrated. Uh, <laughs> number 14 TCU also brings everyone back. That's the other thing. Like TCU is a we bring everyone back team. I think they have all five starters back. Um, they also went eight and ten in the Big Twelve last year and were a nine seed. But because they almost beat Arizona and then stepped on the they had the Creighton bump. Line. Like if you almost beat the number one yeah. seed, then you get bumped up in the top fifteen. If you actually did beat a number one seed like North Carolina, you get to be number one in the country. So that is. Is, that is actually the formula to get into the top 15. <laughs> be a nine seed, almost beat a one seed, or beat, a one, beat seed. a one seed and then be number one the next year. Penny Hardaway is losing his mind. Like, how? What? We were second. up at halftime. <laughs> uh, TCU finished better than 500 in the Big 12 Challenge. Can't do it. It's impossible. They can't mm. do it. That's why uh, TCU overrated. Last time they were better than 500 in conference play was 2001, Tate. Oh, my god! And the whack. They've been in three conferences since then. They couldn't do it in Conference USA, not one single time. They couldn't do it in Mountain West, not one single time. Mm -hmm. What makes you think that this year TCU is going to finish better than 500 in the Big 12? I don't know. I don't know. The, the, I, I, nothing makes me think that. Mm. But they bring everyone back, so that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for Jamie Dixon. Overrated. Uh, number 15, Auburn. <laughs> Paola. <laughs> Here he is again, Bruce Burrow. <laughs> now that Jabari Smith is gone, we get to see more of Katie Johnson and Wendell Green. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, that's that's exciting. That's a formula for success right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is I, Katie Johnson's team finally, which I last year he thought it was also his team. Jokes aside, like all these teams that are trying to replace uh big time talent, you know, like that that's always a, a conundrum with college basketball is how do you replace the the star player that you lost? 
Auburn is going to be best suited for it because they they were playing without J Jabari Smith last year. Yeah, you know? like they they've already been here. Like yeah. we we this is the exact same thing we're going to do. We're we, we're going to continue to not pass the ball to Jabari Smith this year. That's mm -hmm. what we did last year. We'll do it this year. Well, it's also I like to have history lessons in current basketball that takes you back to a time maybe in the '80s, and it did feel like the guards of Auburn were Isaiah Thomas and Jabari Smith was Michael Jordan, and they were in the All Star game, and they're like, we're going to freeze, freeze this out. guy out. <laughs> this guy's not touching the ball. Auburn, Auburn as a program had one of the most embarrassing, one of the most low key embarrassing Collapses. seasons. Yeah. No, just overall, overall seasons mm -hmm. in the history of college basketball, in the sense that they they had a big old dump in their diaper when they weren't ranked number one in the AP poll. They stomped their feet. They cried. They literally harassed a guy into giving up his AP vote because he was like, "Dude, I don't give a shit that much. Like honestly, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care." Like you think this is personal? It's not. I promise you. I don't give a shit. It was I, very I, personal. To I drew fans. these names out of a hat. Like yes. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And Auburn people were losing their minds, demanding that they were the best team in the country. Fix Doxing your own house. People. Fix yes. your own house, Auburn. Mm -hmm. Like your coach is a mess. Jesse Gemstone is a mess. Fix that. Fix that. Don't collapse against Miami in the NCAA tournament. Like get all that shit together before you start harassing everyone. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? No, they're the number one fan base when it comes to attacks. Dude, the way the way they lost their minds because they weren't ranked number one. If you're gonna do that, then be number one. Like when you become number one, <laughs> yeah, then you gotta play like be, it. you gotta uh -huh. play like it. They were not ready for the moment. Well, they became number one, and then they started trying to fight everybody. Mm -hmm. It felt like mm -hmm. Wendell Green, especially. No, but this year would be a lot different. <laughs> Please, overrated. Uh, number sixteen, Villanova. Worst ranking preseason ranking since two thousand and eight. No J. Wright. Is it really? Yeah. No J. Wright. Uh, I'll just say this. I find it interesting that Jay Wright, the best coach in school history, mm -hmm. is at the peak of his career, at the peak of his powers, at the prime of he still got it. He goes to the Final Four, for God's sakes. Of course. Uh, he's, he's, th this year, they're... They when's have, the Big East tournament? I mean, has when's the, the perfect, tournament? perfect Villanova He year. knows he's he's got a good team coming back this year. If he would have stuck around and he was a coach this year, they would have they would had a good team this year. Uh, and yet, Tate, he runs for the hills the moment that he hears that Thad Mata is going to Butler okay. in the Big East the Big East reign is over. I find that interesting. I just find it interesting. That's yeah. all I'm saying. The timing is a little too The timing's close. suspicious. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no. Modest back. <laughs> Overrated. Uh, number 17, Arizona. Oh, man. I want to like Arizona. I really do. But uh, their two best players last season, or their two best players coming into this season from last year, Tubelis and and Kirk Risa. Those are their two. They got Courtney Ramey from Texas. He'll be good. But uh, those are the two guys, Tubelis. This is the Tubelis and, and Kerr season. Uh, your two best players, one of them, his face was on a milk carton all of March, Tubelis. Like that guy just, I don't know what happened. Is he safe? Do we have word that he's safe? Yeah. Do we have a picture of him holding today's newspaper? Mm -hmm. Can I get that? Because like, <laughs> I think, I think Azula's Tubelis disappeared. Sometime around February. Yeah, last it was mid-February. Yeah. He was like, uh, <laughs> all right, I'm out. And I, I I haven't seen him since. I don't know if he's I don't know what's going on. Uh and then Kirk Kreese is literally addicted to shooting mm -hmm. when he's ice cold. Like that's that, that it, there's a lot of guys that uh there, there's some guys that are heat check guys where if he make they, they make their first shot, sometimes the fans are like, Oh no, this is actually bad because it means you know, talking about Auburn not too long ago, that's mm -hmm. a Wendell Green, Katie Johnson type deal. They start hitting <laughs> shots early, it's like, oh, oh fuck. yeah. They're going to put up 20 shots mm -hmm. now because they think they got it tonight. Kirk Creesa is the exact opposite. Kirk Creesa is the definition of you can't go 0 for 10. You know, or you can't go 1 for 10 unless you go. He was 0 unless for 14 at one point last 9. year, right? Or 0 for 12 in one of these games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This... UCLA, he had a really bad game. Uh -huh. 
I think he had a stinker in the NCAA tournament too. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also one of those guys that has the confidence of like, it's all good. Which That's I what I'm like. saying, dude. Like he, he, he could be over 20 and, mm -hmm. and the, the, it's a tie game with 10 seconds left and he's waving everybody off. Like, <laughs> I got this. He's also been very active is, during the off season, like talking a lot. He, he's taking on a lot of the brunt of the hate. You know, he's kind of, yeah. he's the face of Arizona basketball. Well, good luck, Arizona. <laughs> Sorry to say you're overrated. Uh, Virginia, also, we bring back every one team. There, that's that's the that's the that's the reason to be excited in Charlottesville. It's, we bring everyone back. Uh, you missed the tournament, Virginia, and also the guy they they bring everyone back and then they add like one transfer, Ben Vanderplas from Ohio, who you might remember Tate in Assembly Hall in 2021 in the NCAA tournament gave Virginia work. Ohio and, and Jason Preston and Ben Vanderplas um, beat Virginia, knocked Virginia out of the, Virginia at that at that time was technically the defending national champion. Uh, they lose in the first round to Ohio, and I don't know if if it was me, I would not like if if Max Aismas was trying to transfer to Ohio State mm -hmm. after that tournament. No, not happening. We're we're hanging up the phone immediately. Kick rocks, dude. And Virginia's like, no, Ben Vanderplas, please come on, come, come here, come, come to on down. Please have yeah. sex with my wife, Ben Vanderplas. That's, <laughs> that's what Virginia fans are saying. It's like, dude, have some respect. What happened to this program? Also, Am I wrong? Well, yeah, and they're hoping that Reese. Beekman, I just say, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, am I wrong? Yeah, if you I say mean, it strong uh, enough. Yeah, everyone's yeah, I, say, I don't think you're wrong. wrong. Uh, and Reese Beekman, is he really supposed to be like this star? I mean, Jaden Gardner, I, I can see it. You know, if he's going to become the face of Virginia this year, but it seems like Reese Beekman is the one that they keep pointing to. Mm -hmm. And I like Reese Beekman. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I really yeah. like the guy. Uh -huh. Is that our first? Uh, and I like the guy. <laughs> yeah, but come on, this is, but come, but come, come on. on I mean, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> You bring everyone back. You missed the tournament. Like, why is that a good thing? Yeah. You should get a whole new team if you if you don't make the tournament. Uh, number 19, San Diego State. You make Virginia look like the Showtime Lakers. You're the only team in the country that can do this. You 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 play slow. You can't hit shit. You got one guy that can score the basketball. Um, You also hung a banner during a regular season. We'll never, never forget I that. I will never forget that as long as I live. Yeah. That we were there for that. It wasn't even... The regular season wasn't even over yet. That'd be, that'd be one thing. If this was, like, after the final game at home... like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was a deal where it's like, this is maybe the last time the home fans get to see these on senior night, you know? So after the game's over, no, they had two now more let's hang games. the banner. They had two more. They hung the banner with two more home games left. <laughs> and lost. And lost. They lost one, one of them. One of them. Right? One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the, the banner hanging yeah, up. With the banner hanging up. <laughs> you have a banner that says, we're champions, and you're losing that current team that hung that banner yeah. earlier that it's night. It's not supposed to be present tense. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Also, Jimmer dropped 43 points on Kawhi Leonard. Never forget that. Ooh. Never forget. Yeah. Jimmer uh, doesn't. Number 20, Alabama. Your coach wears makeup and thinks he's a genius because he invented the idea of playing fast and shooting threes. But really, his entire reputation hinges on Herb Jones being awesome and DeAndre Aiden having no heart. That's it. That's yeah. that's that's who Nate Oates is. Which, we look at the NBA, you're like, yeah, checks out. One yeah. of them definitely yeah. has no heart and the other one's pretty no, amazing uh, like, Nate, like Nate Oates has like two success stories it was the Alabama team a couple years ago Herb Jones was last year um when they they, they go to lead eight was it yeah they lose to UCLA was that was that who did Bama lose to I get Bama and Arkansas because they both yeah I know to, they do the same they, they went to the sweet 16 and lost and then uh yeah Bama lost to UCLA and then UCLA beat Arkansas but UCLA beat Arkansas in Bama back to back mm -hmm. but they beat Bama in the sweet 16 so that was the success story. It was like when Bama went to the Sweet 16 and took UCLA to overtime with Herb Jones because Herb Jones is awesome. Yeah. Um, but then the whole reason he got the Bama job is because he was at Buffalo and DeAndre Ayton does not have that dog in him, mm -hmm. as it turns out. And we learned that in 2018. And that's it. That's the Nate Oates resume. He's like, I played against DeAndre Ayton in the NCAA tournament. Or I coached against <laughs> DeAndre Ayton in the NCAA tournament. 
and I had Herb Jones on my team, and I wear makeup. Yeah, and I'm not Avery Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the Nate Oates story. I actually like Nate Oates. But <laughs> yeah, <me too>. <laughs> <laughs> But overrated. Uh, number 21, Oregon. Bronny James doesn't love you. Just get over it, you know? Like, he doesn't. He, he's, he's not interested. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to visit. Just get over it. That's, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to say. And they're trying hard. They're really trying hard to impress that he should go to Oregon. They got, you know, the whole Paige Stoyakovich family is pretty much in on Oregon, so they're trying to hand that yeah. up on Bronny. But you're right. Leave Bronny alone. Yeah. Um, Oregon didn't make the tournament last year, did they? No. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I thought Dana Altman is like one of those guys that you could just give him anything. You know? Yeah, guru. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Stamp it. Overrated. Yeah, overrated. Uh, number 22, Michigan. Um, your coach struck a man. I mean, Jawan Howard struck a man. Yeah. What, what else needs to be said? Mm-hmm. On national TV. We all watched it. Jawan Howard struck a man. Dude. <laughs> like, that, I'll never, I'll never actually yeah. accept that as. You'll like never a, let it go. Uh, uh, like, yeah, I'll never let it go. Mm-hmm. But I'll never, I'll never like watch that clip and be like, oh yeah, that was just kind of something that's that happened. You know, yeah, hap- I can't believe happens. that was such a big deal. Yeah, in yeah, fact, it was like, wow. Isn't it funny how much how we made that a big deal that that uh-huh. Juwan Howard struck a man in the handshake line? It's, oh, it's so funny. That's why I'm disgusted at Greg Gard. I can't believe he took that picture of the dude. Yeah, no, he loves it. He seems speaking like of Michigan, Oregon. You see, Juwan Howard is ducking. In, I mean, this is classic Juwan Howard, but uh, mm-hmm. ducking Oregon won't won't return. To Oregon, to, did you see this? No, I did not see this. Uh, so Oregon in 2019, um, they had a home and home with Michigan. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oregon plays in Ann Arbor. You might remember it was a game that uh, Peyton Pritchard just ate Xavier Simpson's lunch, mm-hmm. just like Jeff the, Jackson. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Jackson. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to dead name him. Um, he uh, Peyton Pritchard, like like because as an Ohio State guy, like listening to Xavier Simpson was Michigan's Aaron. He was a poor man's Aaron Kraft. I said it on the show a million times, and everyone yeah. knew it, but like. At the same time, I couldn't deny that, like, for some reason, he was winning basketball well, games. Well, his go-to was, shot was a Kareem yeah. hook shot so as was, a point guard. It was really pissing me off because I was, like, watching. I was like, this guy is not good. And Michigan fans were like. He's, like, throwing no-look yeah. hook shots yeah. that are going in. You're like, what Michigan the fans were like, if he's not good, how come he's winning every game and also hitting hook shots? And I was like, damn it, good point. And then Peyton Pritchard, my savior, uh, mm. came along and just completely ate his lunch and ruined Xavier Simpson forever. Um, that game. You remember that game? Yes. Uh, so then Michigan was supposed to the following year play return the favor and mm-hmm. go to Eugene. COVID happens. Uh, and Juwan Howard is like, force majeure, bitch. We're not coming back. Mm. And Dana Altman says, we have a contract. And Juwan Howard's like, my lawyer says force majeure. He just eats Let's, the contract. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, do we? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think any athletic program that uh, uses COVID as, as an excuse to not play a game at Oregon is cowardly. And mm. that's, uh, mm. that's something that so Ohio State football would certainly never do. Never do. do. <laughs> overrated. Stamp overrated. It Stamp it Michigan, down. overrated. Uh, 23, Illinois, your entire team is full of dudes who had to take a step down uh, and transfer to a, a school that's like a step down so they could get more minutes. Yeah, like, yeah I'm excited about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Sky Clark committed to Kentucky, looked around, was like, I'm not getting any minutes here. I got I to gotta go somewhere. What's a shittier program I could go to where I can get, oh, Illinois, yeah, cool, I'll go there. Oh, all the assistants know all the yeah. Illinois <laughs> assistants? Great. Matthew Meyer, same thing. He's like, I was supposed to be a star at Baylor. As it turns out, they keep recruiting five stars. Yeah, and... five star wings yeah, that play yeah, over me. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. I'll go to Illinois. They'll take me, I'm sure. Uh, Terrence Shannon, same thing at Texas yeah. Tech. He's like, I, I got to get the hell out of here. I got to go somewhere where I can actually get the ball. 
So that's going to be interesting to see how that works. Where all then, these guys want to be the star. Yeah, and then we have no Curbelo. He leaves. He goes to St. John's. Mm-hmm. A lot of the DNA of this team is gone. But then you have obviously Coach Underwood, who we do love. We do love Coach Underwood, mm-hmm. but uh, otherwise overrated. I, yeah, I, this is a good time to remind everybody. Uh, I, I actually none of these are my words. These are the these are the uh, haters' words. These are the haters' words. I was just giving <laughs> a caveat for the haters. Uh, number twenty-four, Dayton. They are we bring everyone back team as well. They are a uh, that, that's the that's the reason to be excited about them. Is quote, the we bring everyone back team the starting. I should five put a graphic great. out. My yes. top five. We bring everyone back teams. <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, like some of these other teams, you went to the NIT. Your one win of note came in November, and yeah, it was against Kansas, who ended up winning the national title. What are you, what are you you're going to hang a banner for that one? We beat the national champs and get lined. By the way, can that Kansas team lost to a lot of teams. You know, mm-hmm. like that's not that's that's the whole thing. You bring everybody back from a team that beat Kansas in November. Cool. I don't I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like it. And I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I like Dayton. Yeah, I can't say anything because I like Dayton so <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, you're, I'm just sitting Tate's over here. Tate's like doing the calculus of which one of these teams <laughs> is going to take it most personally. You know, no, I'm like, thinking about who, who's North Carolina going to play in the second round of the tournament. <laughs> take them to the brink. That's what I'm doing, though, dude. My head, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, okay, so some of these fan bases will just like laugh at it and keep it moving. Auburn is going to, yeah, be but on some the of them are like, yeah. fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get doxxed by Auburn. We're like, we use our real names. Yeah. <laughs> I figured out who these guys are. So Titus is not as, so Tate is the one guy's first name. Titus is this guy's last name. Real name Mark. Everyone goes through Mark. You're like, thank you. So here's the plan. Let's tweet Mark at him. He doesn't want people to know that's his first name. <laughs> Just wake yeah. up one morning. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. You're like, it's oh, the, it's the, the gift from uh, uh, the room. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, finally, Texas Tech. <laughs> 25. You lost eight of your top nine scores, and two of them transferred, which is like embarrassing in this day and age. That your, and a your lot top of controversy two, that your coach was trying to block guys from transferring. Why does everybody want to leave Lubbock? I don't know. Uh, you, someone has to ask the question. <laughs> someone has to ask the question. Also, your whole season hinges on discount Oscar Shibway, Fardal's ab, uh, AMAC, um, mm-hmm. the big transfer they got. Their whole season is like contingent upon how good he's going to be, and can he be the discount Oscar Sheboy that we, the diet Oscar Sheboy. Did he have surgery also? Yeah. About a week yeah, ago? Yeah, he has a serious foot injury and he's out for a long time. Perfect. And, uh, but, but don't worry, because as we know, big dudes with foot injuries, they always. It's a minor, it's, minor, it's a minor thing. He'll be back yeah. in, in no time. So there you go. That's it. That's the top, that's the haters guy to the top 25. All those teams overrated. Um, college basketball has never been in a worse spot because all these teams, as it turns out, kind of suck. Yeah, and, and then as you say this, I start thinking about teams who are not in the top 25 that I want to throw out there just to put in the ether. Memphis. Mm-hmm. I think Penny Hardaway extended. He's locked in. The NCAA is behind him. I kind of like this team. Uh, I, I like the big addition with Davis coming from SMU. He's a really good scoring guard. I think he could actually be one of the best players in conference. So I think Memphis is a team that I look at that should be maybe in this top 25 conversation. Miami is another team that UConn. I think of. UConn for me. UConn. UConn's a team I feel like should have been ranked. They should be ranked. They should have been ranked. I mean, Texas A&M, you mentioned the Texas teams. How many teams are better than Texas? Texas A&M could be one of those teams that's better than Texas. Great point. So, I mean, Is Texas like the seventh best team <laughs> in Texas? That's what I mean. As you go through the top 25, you're like, how many good teams are in Texas? You know, there's a team that I I, uh, I find interesting that uh, was not close to being ranked. It doesn't look like here, but uh, I'm, I'm looking at the other receiving votes now. Florida State. Florida mm. State, uh, I don't know how... I, don't know, I guess that's what makes them interesting. I don't know how good they're going to be, but Florida State wasn't good last year, but they had a ton of injury problems. Like the teams that are were injured, 
yeah are interesting to me and florida state has like guys like matthew cleveland comes back they have a lot of yeah. length on florida state as they always do yeah um so they're going to be interesting virginia tech's another team wins the acc tournament brings a lot of familiar names back hunter couture justin mutz they get one vote in the ap top 25 but virginia tech's going to be in the mix for sure also michigan state tom Izzo. Back-to-back years yeah. around the top 25, yeah. preseason top 25. Are we and yet, worried? like, the vibe reading on Izzo is that he's never been better. better. Like, he's, he's like, I've, uh, this is, his, his, like, golden years as a coach are, in his mind, it feels like these are his best years, the mm-hmm. way he's carrying himself. He's you like, would think is- that they, he's like Jay Wright. Like, he made the Final Four last yeah. year. And he's just, like, having a great time holding shot. But no one's really calling him out on it. And he's playing on an aircraft carrier. So <laughs> Tom, we're calling you out. You did not make the Final Four. <laughs> yeah, yes, I was there. I Mr. saw March, it. <laughs> no longer. I saw it. You had your chance to beat Duke. You did not. We all watched it. Step aside. Yeah. Quit acting like you. <laughs> and also, I have to point this out because Andy Katz told me uh, that this was obligatory. Uh, Rutgers basketball. Rutgers. Rutgers should be in there. Your family. Your religion. <laughs> In the Green Bay Packers. Um, <laughs> Purdue got a lot of votes, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I think about, Purdue I should be like uh, Kentucky and Duke. Like They should be benched for the top 25. There should be a penalty box at AP pool. St. Peter's. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky, Purdue, you're in your own St. Peter's box. Duke, you're in the John Shires, never coached at any level. Not even kids. Not even the YMCA. You're in a box. We should put out our own top 25 all season. Because I, I think we, we have come up with some rules that... Mm-hmm. that need to be others boxed out others receiving votes. Yeah. like we have our own little they need to follow yeah. yes we, we we need some more and hey notre dame got a vote that's cool um all right is that do you, any any other thoughts anything else that uh mm. did you feel like the haters guide was fair i feel like am i wrong <laughs> no i think it was fair i think you have a right to be upset but it's also like i said ohio state they got acknowledgement from the ap voters and i also am wondering when do we get our votes when do i get it's a, a great question um we are jays I, uh, we are here. We I, respect road games. Yeah, I got a vote for the um, Wooden Award. Nice. For like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took it away? Well, I took it away from myself because I like forgot to vote. <laughs> I, I was like, did an Auburn fan get to you? Well, I only, <laughs> like the thing about the Wooden, like I, I think I might have had one last year. I didn't vote last year, but I, I think I might have had. I have to dig through my correspondence with the people. But um, I did have one once upon a time. And it was boring because like the years I, I remember her voting and it was like a no brainer type situation where it was like, so if I'm you didn't think vote of when, for who it was, then you were an idiot. Yeah. But I guess like, like, yeah. Cause like two years ago it was Luca Garza and I was like, I mean, like what's the point of me voting? Like, this is stupid. And then um, before that it was Obi Toppin versus Luca Garza. Right. Yeah. So I, mean, I probably kinda, voted for that one. I was probably really excited about that. Yeah, one, oh, like, that was Obi. probably fun. Obi. Yeah. I did. I I think I did vote for that one, and then I voted for Garza, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is. I mean, like, I I I'll do it, but like, this is. I'm spitting in the ocean, aren't I? I mean, like, is this yeah. really gonna? Also, if do you it didn't in? vote for Garza, you're just a hater at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah, I I don't mean like I was not excited to vote for him because I didn't think he but deserved it. Was a it was conclusion. he so deserved it that it was mm-hmm. like this is stupid that we're even voting for this. Just give the man the trophy. And then last year was the same deal with with Shibuya. I was like, what are we doing? Why? I mean, I guess you got to do process and all that, but. But know. that is the encouraging part a little bit. I thought that Sheboy was going to have the same sort of, of course, he's going to be the guy. Kind of like Bryce Young in football going into the year. Everyone's like, of course, Bryce Young is right. going to win the Heisman right. again. But now it Dude, does. Dude, it happens. That happens all the time where the, the Heisman guy comes back now. And like, it, no one's ever won two Heismans but Archie Griffin. But yet every single mm-hmm. year when the Heisman guy comes back, you're like, he's, he's going to win it again. Definitely. Yeah. 
And the same shit with uh, with Oscar. Like nobody ever wins back. Who's the last? We, we talked. Was it Ralph Sampson? Yeah, I believe was so. the last guy yeah, in yeah, the eighties yeah. mm -hmm. to win back to back. But yet he comes back, and you're like, well, it's a foregone conclusion. Well, every single person picked him to win it again. But like you yeah. said, there's no context to the reality that he just had knee surgery about yeah. a week ago. I also think there's something that goes into it of people wanting someone new. You know, so I think like even if Oscar was fully healthy and was dominating, puts puts up the exact same numbers or this better year, numbers. Yeah, or better. It's like we've kind of already seen this Oscar. Like. Mm -hmm. It's thanks. new material. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of this joke. <laughs> Do you have like a jab step crossover, anything like that to your arsenal you added? Oscar, quick question. Can Do you, you dunk a... between your legs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you do that right now? <laughs> that was it. That might have been it, dude. I voted for Obi Toppin because he dunked between his legs. Twice. And then the following year, I, I looked all over the country for a guy that could dunk between his legs. Didn't happen. Mm -mm. I, I My heart wasn't in it. And I was like, I, I can't vote for this. I just, I'm just waiting for a guy to dunk between his legs. That's what my. Role I also is. learned this in preseason NBA basketball, which I, I'm not proud of watching. But I learned that Obi Toppin in college basketball and Luca Garza, we dominated. Ish Smith, there was a yeah, lot of yeah, college dude, basketball I saw that. players. Luca was going nuts. They wasn't were he? dominating in the preseason. Now I don't know why it doesn't translate to the regular season. Huh? A little bit, you know. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, on, haters but... guided NBA. Um, two thirds of the team are teams are going to actively try to lose every game. Yes. Um. To, to the point that if they win, their fans are going to boo them off the court. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the a third that's the, the other third that's going to try to win um, are going to rest all their starters so they're Until fresh the for the playoffs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Congratulations. That's, that's the NBA update. <laughs> also, a Charlotte update. There's a chance number one pick in football and number one pick in basketball. Oh, my God. There's a chance, knock on wood. Oh, my God. It's Tankathon. Oh, my God. And the Tar Heels, number one. Oh, <laughs> yes. everything's coming up, Carolina. I'm happy for you, buddy. Um, anything else? Do do uh, Let's do parting shots real quick. Um, like, most overrated gut reaction. Like, who, who's who's the team in the top 10? There's always, like, one team in the top 10 that feels like they might miss the tournament by the end of the year. Some Sometimes they do. Mm. Um, who's the candidate for you? you uh, in the top 10 to miss the tournament, and I say this, Honestly, objectively, I know a lot of people may think this is not objective, but Duke is the team that I see that can miss the tournament. I, Jim's laughing. I, it's so hard, dude, because we. I mean, like it. It is like a. I. I, I get our reputation. Like if, anytime you, you say don't have anything, to say bad, our, yeah. you could say mine. But yeah. well, no. Anytime we say anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. I look at that top ten. I can't tell you when, when I have when I have like actual legitimate bad things to say about duke basketball or kentucky basketball mm -hmm. i get so mad because it's so much more fun for like the, the best case scenario for us i i think you're gonna you're gonna very hard disagree mm -hmm. but i actually like when duke's number one and then we get yeah, a, we lived poke it. Yeah. holes into yeah, like all that um zion rj barrett we've done this yes but when duke is like when i actually am not that excited about a duke team and i'm gonna give him a chance i don't know but like I, if, if their jerseys did not say duke there's no world in which they're seventh there's none. There's zero. Of course. Zero world in which you're taking a coach with Jeremy Roach and a bunch of... I, I get it. A five-star freshman. They're all very good. I've seen that story a million times. That does nothing for me mm -hmm. to say we have a bunch of five-star freshmen. That's great. I want to see them actually play basketball on a college basketball court before I get excited. Absolutely. I agree. And you have a coach who's and never coached before. if I was UCLA before. or Creighton or Arkansas or one of these teams ranked behind them right there, I would feel a little bit slighted because I'm like, wait a second. We're I agree with you. Duke, Duke is a good answer. Um, I would probably, 
Gun to my head, though, because Duke's going to make the tournament. Duke's going to make the tournament because of the propaganda that surrounds them. But other other top 25 of another team that I could see maybe falling it, out. It would it, Top 10, I'd probably have to say Arkansas, because uh, not just because they're 10th, but um, they're just so young. So young. They, they, the, the unknown. Like w when, you, when you do this exercise, you just try to find the unknown. And mm -hmm. Arkansas is unknown. Duke is unknown. Kentucky is known, but not if Sheboy is I know um, Kentucky is Kentucky's another very unknown yeah. at that point. Even Baylor, you could say Baylor is you know going to have to find yeah. a little bit of their footing. But uh, I feel good about yeah. Kansas you're starting State. to come around. They're all overrated. Yeah. Everybody's overrated. You're starting <laughs> to get what I'm saying. Is everyone overrated? <laughs> everyone in the top twenty-five is overrated. You get it now, Tate. Congrats. Um. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. All right. We'll take a break. Come back and uh, fix the MLB playoffs because uh, what Oof. a what a mess. Oof. What a mess this is. Quick break to talk about our friends at Coors Light. College football season is here, but we've got responsibilities, obligations, fighting for our attention. That's why Coors Light is on a mission to protect your Saturdays with the beer that's made to chill. Uh, I am excited to uh, experience some Coors Light, some college football together uh, this Saturday. The Buckeyes had a bye week, Tate, mm. as, uh, this past Saturday, but big game against Iowa coming up. Um, you, you, I tell you what, you gotta you gotta have some Coors Light on hand if you're going to watch Iowa play football. <laughs> yeah. Especially that offense. <laughs> that yeah. offense is... Uh, but uh, I'm excited. I I, uh, I I think I'm going to the uh, Ohio State Alumni Bar in uh, Hermosa Beach, American Junkie. I think I'll be down there oh, at nice. 9 a.m. bright and early. Nice. I'll be the guy in the corner drinking Coors Lights, not talking to anybody, um, but clapping every time the Ohio State scores. <laughs> Look for me if you're in town. Stop on by. It'll be fun. Uh, also, Rosillo lives like a, not too far from there. So uh, Will he come? Will he come? I don't know. Should I invite him to see what happens? Turn it into content? Just send tell, out the invite. Tell them that you have Jim Jackson with you. Yeah, that's right. And, that's and right. I think he'll show yeah. up. We're doing this big Ohio State thing. <laughs> yeah. Jim Jackson's here. Uh, I got to throw in like a current player too. Be like D'Angelo Russell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's D here. Just D say D'Lo's here. <laughs> Stop on by. Uh, protect your chill this season with Coors Light. Coors Light is the beer of college football. Whether your team is a powerhouse with a record to keep or an underdog with a point to prove, one thing's for sure, it's going to be a hell of a season. So stay refreshed through all the action with Coors Light. Because no matter how your team fares after the clock runs out, a Coors Light in your hand means you're winning every time. Chill with Coors Light this football season. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door. Drizzle your Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. All right, Tate. I know you're a baseball guy. Um, I am as well. Uh, yeah, we're both. We baseball we, guys. we uh we both love uh, America's pastime. Um, Played baseball as well. You know, it's just like how long did you play baseball? Uh, until ninth grade. Hmm. Why'd yeah. you quit? Uh, my dad was my coach. My dad is a great coach. My brother uh, played in high school for our high school coach. You know, did didn't get treated the best. Got moved out mm. of position. A lot of things like that. So. Uh, you're just like, I don't need that experience. Well, I played yet. golf also, so I, uh, I, I played yeah, golf yeah. in high school. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small town shit, little, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just 
add it to the lore, man. Just, we're trying to paint a picture. Auburn fans are writing this down. They're like, good, yeah, yeah, good. Like, More information we can yeah, use against them. Yeah, they're like, what's the name of that coach? Puss, Mr. McCutcheon? Pussy <laughs> bitch. Scared to get cut? Is that why you quit? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about uh, these MLB playoffs because, um, number one, I've been watching them, and they're, it's exciting, and it's fun, and the Phillies and the Padres are fun stories, and the Guardians, knock on wood, will uh, get it done tonight against the Yankees. Um but uh, I, the, the conversation around the playoffs is fascinating because it reminds me of March Madness where the Padres and the Phillies are now meeting in the NLCS. Yep. And under the format, well, how, how long back ago do you have to go to that? Was it 2010, 11, something like that when they changed it? Like none of these teams, those two teams wouldn't even have even made the playoffs. Yeah, they wouldn't have been in the wild card. Yeah. 11 years ago, they mm -hmm. wouldn't have even, or 12 years ago. Um, and now... The baseball writers and the baseball, not all the fans, but um, certainly Dodgers fans and <laughs> Braves fans, I'd say, they are experiencing what happens in March Madness where you love the upset, but then you look up and you're but like... But you hate the result. Holy shit, is it really Phillies versus mm -hmm. Padres? These teams are garbage. Like, I, like I, I'm not saying, this isn't, this, this isn't me saying, I didn't watch Phillies, Padres all year, so I don't, I'm not going to pretend like they are good, bad, or otherwise. But I, that's what it seems to be, the, the conversation coming from the baseball people. They're like, I watched the Padres all year. They are not a World Series team. This is crazy that they're still in it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I was so excited for the idea of watching Dodgers versus Braves and then maybe Dodgers-Yankees in the World Series. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with the market. Or Dodgers-Mets. Dodgers-Mets. Really, really uh, obviously, mean. a lot of that's market. Like, LA, New York would mm -hmm. be sexy for TV and all that kind of stuff. But... <laughs> Uh, the, the the element of having the the biggest firepower as well, I think, was exciting to them, and now it's all gone. And I just find it fascinating because it feels like most of the time we are the only people that have to experience this. Where you're kind of, you don't want to shit on someone's parade, like you don't want to be like St. Peter's. I'm mad that you're here, but at the mm -hmm. same time, um, I it would have been a lot more fun if it was Purdue, Carolina, Purdue, Carolina to go to the Final Four. Yeah, yeah. So that tug of war in your brain, they're going through it. And I just find that fascinating. That's no, it, it definitely is because it is exciting. Like I watched the wild card when the Padres were in New York and they're at city field and they're playing the Mets and the Mets won 101 games and everyone's so excited about this Mets team. This is the year for the Mets, the Mets, the Mets, the Mets. And then the Padres come in and they're kind of, you know, they, they kind of, they made this big trade. They have the Tatis, steroid situation situation yeah the situation, situation. The, that all happened. That, that whole thing so a lot of bad stuff happened at the end of the year which leaves a bad taste in your mouth if you were a padres fan and you almost are like screw juan soto i'm done with this team this isn't the year now we're playing the dodgers they own us there's no chance mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you win the nlds you beat the dodgers you get over the hump and now padres fans are like it is what it is, baby. We're world. We're on our way to a World Series, and I I find that fascinating too because it makes the playoff. I mean, just the same way that we have it. It's like it's a whole different season. It's a whole different run, whole different attitude. The team themselves, the Padres, are fun to watch much more than they were in the regular season that I saw. Uh -huh. And I watched a couple Dodgers Padres series, and it just seemed like they did not want to be there. So in that sense, it's fun to watch. But like you said, now we have Phillies, now we have Padres, and now we have a lot of excuses from the defending champs, the Braves, from the Dodgers, from the Mets. They're like, we were the better team all year, yeah. and now we don't get any reward the for Do being I that. don't feel sorry for the Dodgers at all. The Dodgers quit, and that was yeah. Except for Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman's the only one on that team that I, that I gave a pass. At the plate, at least. At the plate, at least. That last at bat was tough. Yeah, the last at bat was tough. But uh, before that, I mean, he was like the only guy that I thought could get up and get a hit. Yeah. 
No, I, I'll agree with that. But I, I meant the um, when the Padres took the lead mm-hmm. in Game Four. Yeah, late, the Dodgers just quit. Like they just said, "We're all right. It's happening again. We're done. Mm-hmm. That's it." And then it starts raining. They're like, "Oh, we're really done now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good night. <laughs> The Dodgers call their own rain delay and just yeah. go into the locker room and fuck Co- out. Coach Cal against St. Peter's. Like, <laughs> he's like, this is not our night. Um, no, it's uh, it, it, it's been fascinating watching uh, baseball people having that existential crisis of like, wait a second, the Dodgers won 111 games, mm-hmm. and they're not. So what was the point of them? So hang on a second. All summer, <laughs> I was going to the ballpark covering the sport every day. And I thought it was going to culminate in the Dodgers, the, one of the best teams of all time in terms of wins in a regular season, playing the guy who uh, was seventh all time. What, what did he end up? Aaron Judge? What did yeah, he end up? I think seventh. Seventh, yeah. Seventh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Historic. Historic. Yeah. First seventh. in the AL, first for the Yankees. When, when the team that won 111 games plays the guy who, uh, uh, the, the franchise with 27 rings and the guy who hit 62 home runs, it's going to be all worth it. It's like every single time I went to these regular season games and I neglected my family, my friend who has the <laughs> boat was like, hey, you want to come out on the boat? And I was like, mm-hmm. come on, man. You know in the summer I'm tied up. I got to hit the ballpark. And then to have it all disappear in the snap of a finger, and then you just see like the reality wash over him. I I I empathize and I sympathize because I've been there. When uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's when also I'm like, uh, shit. We have Final Four coverage now. I have to Google Loyola's team. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Now I gotta know the seventh man on their team. That's gonna be fun. And then meanwhile, everything in the media is about Sister Jean, so yeah. you can't learn yeah. anything yeah. about the seventh man. Um, your friends are texting you like, why didn't you tell me about St. Peter's? And I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. So, sorry. When, uh, when you Casey went to follow. <laughs> was not up there on my list. When you went up, when you went to fill out your bracket, I'm sorry I didn't uh, give you a heads up that St. Peter's might uh yeah. the Doug Eater I really saw, might. <laughs> I, yeah, I, thought, I saw Shaheen Holloway and I thought he could really do this. Um yeah, it's also the the one team that did have a great regular season that is surviving is the team that we all want to lose, which is the Astros. Yes. The Astros were the best team in the AL all year. They had the best record in the AL. They had a real big test in the first game against the Manners. They go into extra innings, but then they survive, and then they end up sweeping. Yeah. And now they're just waiting for the Yankees, like a, a team that is going to be tired from going to five games and having to actually earn this win, or the Guardians, who might be a little bit overexposed because they're one of those upstart teams. What do you think about so, Bob Costas, by the way? He, he's, making a lot of, he's making a lot of snide remarks these days. You know yeah. what I mean? Like within the commentary of the game. It's like he has gotten warped by podcasting and <laughs> he's editorial. doing a podcast. He's doing like editorializing <laughs> in the game live. And I'm like, Bob, I don't need your smart ass remark to this. You know what I mean? Have you not noticed that? Oh my God. He's been it's doing so bad. it so much more. Jim, have you been watching at all? No. Uh, <laughs> perfect. It's exactly what Yankees I wanted. Fan. It's exactly what I wanted Jim to say when I threw it over to him. Um <laughs> You would actually enjoy that. Like, I we should see some clips good, of, of Bob Bob Costas just going on, and the, the memes are hysterical. The people that I've really uh, seen the memes. I've just been watching it live, and I've been kind of blown away by some of the remarks that he's made. And sometimes he said stuff where he's waiting for the color guy to come jump back in after he says it to get a, like like what you said. Am I wrong here? Like Bob Costas has that moment. He's like, "Am I wrong here?" And it's like, "Yeah, you definitely shouldn't have said that." <laughs> What's but an I example? Guess. I saw here a meme example that I saw. Uh, shout out to uh, Fitzy Mo at Fitzy Mopina. This kind of went semi-viral, I guess. I, it popped into my time. I was laughing so hard. So he's, <laughs> he says Bob Costas, and then uh, like like Bob Costas yes. is saying this. Yes. While it may seem like a joyous night for fans on the banks of Lake Erie, the unfortunate truth remains: it is indeed possible that the Zodiac Killer, who has yet to be officially caught, 
could be among the Cleveland fans. Yeah. And then he continues with the tweet, Ron Darling, I think he held a swing there. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's like editorial. That's what's so funny. Costas will just go all these digits, and then Ron Darling, Darling's like, yes, yeah, so a 2-2 count here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's supposed to be Bob's job. Like, Bob's job is to do what 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 that is. That's why it's been so mind-blowing. I, uh, I, <laughs> I'm not trying to be the contrarian here because uh, I, I see what everyone else sees, and I do think it's preposterous that Bob Costas is just like if if you watch Bob Costas call this series, you don't need to watch Ken Burns' baseball documentary. Yeah, you've already you've already seen it because mm -hmm. Bob Costas has done his own documentary for you. Um, I see that too, but uh, I don't hate it as much as I thought I would because it's 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 so unapologetically Bob Costas, you know, that like I almost respect it at a certain level. Where you're, you're, I think game one, I was like, what the hell is this? Will this man shut up? And then by game four last night, I was just like. I mean, I'm 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 consciously choosing to turn this television on and listen to it. So I yeah. guess I know what I'm getting myself into. Bring it on! I'm, I signed up for more Bob Costas. Hit me with stories. It does seem like the director guess, or whoever yeah. his higher up was, they were telling him that he has freeway to kind of vamp. <laughs> He's vamping, you know what I mean? And he just keeps going off on these little things, and you're like, "What the hell is going on in Bob <laughs> Costas' head right now?" Yeah, Jim, watch a uh, watch a little baseball tonight. <laughs> You'd will. enjoy it, I and, it and it's, it'll be a good game. It's a winner take all game, and, mm -hmm. uh, and don't you think he feel like he but acts Costas like it's hilarious. low stakes? Like he like the oh, way dude, he, it's, it's a regular season. He does yeah. he does the deal that like you're, you're, he's trying to eat innings and he's called a playoff game and he's just trying to it's incredible it's incredible it really has been it's been a joy to witness because i'm glad to see that like the internet and everyone else i thought i was a little bit crazy watching it the past couple of nights where i'm like is this guy really doing this and then i like you said you kind of just settle in and let it wash and over you. The the irony of like the, the most famous Bob Costas moment because like a lot of a lot of younger people don't know Costas. Costas used to do NBA. He used to do the NBA yep. Finals. Yep. Um, but Costas is a legend, obviously, and and in broadcasting. But a lot of younger people, like if you, if you asked a certain age of the internet, they like what what comes to mind when you think of Bob Costas or you show him a picture, they would say the guy that had pink eye. <laughs> At the Olympics, mm -hmm. like that—that's—that's—that's that's, his claim to fame. That's his claim to that, fame that, that for a certain demographic, yeah. and for that to be the case, and also he is the biggest fart sniffer. He sniffs his own farts. Yeah. I just find that almost too ironic that he got pink eye. Maybe mm -hmm. some are saying mm -hmm. potentially <laughs> from sticking his head so far down there. He was uh, sniffing his own farts. It's too much. Too much. While sniffing. calling a Guardians Yankees game, uh, that's how I got pink eye. I just Googled Bob Costas because I wanted to see how old he was because I would have guessed, you know. Can I guess? Yeah, please. I, don't, I actually don't know this, but I, uh, I'm going to take a stab at it. 71. 70. He's 70? He's 70. But you would think Bob Costas. I mean, he's looked he looks young, 45 yeah. since he was 30 probably. Um, but the other top uh, story outside of Bob Costas is Mike Francesa slams Bob Costas, says he will not shut up. <laughs> Jim, you have to respect that. that I Jim's do, especially now. coming from a guy yeah. who talks like, three yeah. hours a day. I know, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, I, I gotta, I, I'll send you the link, too, Jim. Uh, Pedro Strope of the Cubs. Have you, have, did you see that clip of Costas when uh, Strope, this was a few years ago, obviously. Um, he's coming off the mound. It's, it's, it's semi, people listening know what I'm talking about, but... Uh, Strope's coming off the mound and he like points to the sky like he just does his little like routine mm -hmm. as he's getting taken out. And Bob Costa says something like, uh, we can only assume that he's asking forgiveness from one of his departed relatives for an atrocious performance tonight. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he says Whoa. all that. 
That's he, he says that's that. what I mean. That's that's it's, it's, he's on that level recently. It's, like he's going to say something like that. It's insane. So is he the one fixing the MLB playoffs? It sounds like it. It's a great. He's great just question. counting all of his cash and yeah. just like making remarks. Yeah. I don't know. Shout out to Bob um, Costas. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to <laughs> baseball. Uh, that's fun. Um, anything else? Is that it? He's almost turning into the Bob Costas of basketball. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Like remarks yeah. and jokes. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's Bas- always he's always been a little bit that way, but it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, but when he, he would be that stage, way, like in interviews. Like, he like, don't care. Yeah. Like he would come on, and whenever you did like a sit down interview, and they talked to Bob Costas, and Bob Costas kind of let it out a little bit. You're like, wow, that yeah. is who I thought he was. Yeah. But then when he would get on the air, it was almost like he could be anybody. It was very vanilla. You're he right, because just... like if you got Bob Costas on a podcast, uh, uh, yes. It would actually be Brian great. Curtis. Brian Curtis. Press yeah. box. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he does have stories for days. And if it's the right form, you want to hear the stories. Of course. When you're watching a, a playoff <laughs> baseball game, it's not the time. It's, it's like he's gotten his wires crossed. <laughs> Bob, you know what a great story is? What's happening in front of you? Exactly. Like, that's a pretty awesome story. <laughs> Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about that. But mm. it's, uh, I'm excited for tonight, though. I'm going to watch. Yeah, it'll be fun. Watch the it'll Yankees. be fun. Are you, uh, um, what else? Football thoughts? Tennessee, Bama. We mm. talked about that already. Um, are, are Brady's and Rogers done? Is that is it is it are we are we so ready to call people them are done? Saying, yeah, legacy tarnished. <laughs> is that what they're saying? Stamped. Both of those guys tarnished. I mean, losing to the Jets NFL at home is, in Green Bay is not good. NFL is in a uh, NFL is teetering on like almost being like I love the NFL, so this isn't me saying bad things about the NFL at all. But um, you need good teams. <laughs> there need to be more than like three good teams. And, uh, yeah, I think there's two right now, right? Yeah, and and it's it's, I'm I'm not pretending like they have a crisis or anything like that, but it is like, uh, I, I I enjoy the parody of the league every year, but uh, this year the vibes are off with like the discussion, the discourse of the teams and the discourse of the quarterbacks and everything. It's just like everyone sucks, yeah. literally everyone sucks. And every week anyone can beat anyone because of the fact yeah. that everyone sucks. Yeah, like, even the Falcons beating the 49ers. That broke my brain a little bit. You know yes. what I mean? Like that doesn't, yes. that shouldn't happen. I mean, the Steelers beating the Bucks was like. That should not happen. What planet am I on? Yeah, but Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> he's back. Mitch Trubisky's he's back. back. Dude, don't get me started. I'm going to save that rant for later. Oh, Justin Fields? Justin Fields. and I, I, I'm i sorry. I'm sick to my stomach. I hate what that the Bears you and I had man. to go through to the, like through this together at the same time. Like Mitch comes first. They make him change his name to Mitchell. Yeah. They're like, you're Mitchell now. He's like, what is dude, happening? Dude, like. Then so, they run him out of town. Then they draft your guy, and they're about to run him out of town. Dude, the start of the season, I was uh, I, I was ready to go to war for Justin Fields mm-hmm. before week one. I was like, this is the year. He's going to show everybody that he's good. Um, a couple weeks go by. It's not happening, and I started doubting myself, and I'm looking in the mirror like, what am I doing? I, I have clown paint on my face, and I'm just staring like, what? <laughs> why am I doing this to myself? Like pretending <laughs> like this guy could play quarterback. And then I, the Thursday night game, Flip me back to my original stance, which is like the Chicago Bears are are a, a complete joke, and yeah, like it, it, it. I was I was sick to my stomach what was happening. And I'm not saying Justin Fields was was playing great. I'm just like like watching people blame Justin Fields for what was happening. I was like, this is I can't do this. I I I don't know how you did it. You're the only person who can know what I'm going through. Watch well, it because I'm not even a Bears fan, so like I didn't even care. I don't even want them to win. I just want like when everything goes south and you look at this team, who's the worst team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't care what the records say. That's the worst team in the NFL. Uh, and then people are like pointing fingers. And if I was making a list of the guys who are responsible for the Bears sucking ass, Justin Fields is at the bottom of the list of the guys on the Bears. 
and yet he takes all the blame. And I was like, this is this is disgusting. And I we hate what's had happening two coach like first it was Matt Nagy, now it's Matt Eberflus. Yeah, <laughs> too many Matts. Yeah, and it's their fault, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't understand how like, Nagy did this for like three years where. It wasn't the G. It wasn't Ryan Pace's fault. It wasn't Matt Nagy's fault. It had to be Trubisky's fault. And meanwhile, those two guys picked him. And yeah. Then Trubisky had. They, then they wouldn't let him play offense. It was a lot. It, it, you got to build your skin up, dude. I'm You'll going. Right. I'm going fucking crazy because. Well, now I see that the Bears are trying to get Hendon Hooker. Now they're saying let's let's take. Dude, for like, honestly, Hooker. at this point, I don't care. Do not like, ruin get, Hendon get, Hooker. Get Justin Fields out of there, dude. Yeah, that's how I felt. I'm about not Trubisky. saying he's a Pro Bowler. I'm not saying he's. Panthers. I'm, I'm just saying he's he Justin could, Fields to the Panthers. Justin Fields to the we'll Panthers. Take him. I'm saying Justin Fields could be a starting quarterback in the NFL if you actually put NFL players around him mm-hmm. and an NFL head coach with him. In an NFL O line. That's really what it is. I mean, he's running for his life out there. And then like and if he didn't if he didn't have the ability to run or escape, my God. Like imagine if Andy yeah. Dalton was the Bears quarterback. Yeah, he's missing open guys downfield. You know why? Because when he drops back, he's looking at which one of these fucking three hundred 20 pound and dude he just gonna break 30 me in half. yards he just yeah. hit 30 yards in the backfield to get open. he's dropping back he's looking at like all of his linemen like who which one he's <laughs> gonna miss the block and then there's a receiver open and then some asshole on twitter takes a screenshot and is like see this is why fields isn't the guy he had a guy wide open yeah. down the middle of the field why does like, he have his head down yeah why does he have his head down he's running like, for his life because he's dying yes in the pocket that's why yes and then he, he makes like a call you know granted he'll miss some guys he'll throw some passes mm-hmm. that aren't great every quarterback in the league does that yeah and look they, at aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Bad, Aaron Rodgers throw. sucks right now. No Aaron Rodgers throws. Aaron Rodgers misses a guy. He taps his. He doesn't even tap his chest. He's like, "That's your fault." Like, and then, fault. yeah, he's like, "Out." He's like, he blames him for the route combination. Justin Fields lofts one up for his tight end in the end zone, and the guy looks like Fred Flintstone's trying to start his car, just like <laughs> pattering his feet in place. It's like, dude, are you gonna gain any ground to go get the ball? And then it hits his fingertips, and everyone's like, "This is why Justin Overthrew Fields is the guy." Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? If that was if that was Kelsey, like it doesn't have to be a Kelsey level tight end, but like I don't even know who the guy is. Apologies to your Fitz family. Fitz Dawson if, Knox. Apologies to your family for watching. I don't mean to rail yeah. on that tight end, but like, my God. Dawson Knox makes that yeah, guy. I don't know, dude. I'm fired up about it. But uh I'm sorry. I also like so I'm stuck in the I'm stuck in the middle ground of like, do I want it to start working or do I just want them to cut bait? I want the Bears to get rid of him so he can just go flourish somewhere else. The Bears are cursed. Jim McMahon is the best quarterback they've ever had and Jim McMahon sucks. That's exactly it too, dude, cuz I'm yeah. I'm taking the I'm taking it on the chin from the uh the haters that are saying Ohio yeah. State quarterbacks are never good. Mm. Not saying they are. Mm. Joe Burrow's pretty good, went to the Super Bowl. Does that not count? <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. Has his degree from Ohio State. I guess that I guess student athlete doesn't mean anything to these people anymore. Um I'm taking it on the chin. Can we get more talk about the Bears never having a good quarterback? Like, why is it an Ohio State deal? Yeah, it's a Bears thing. It's a Bears problem. It's a Bears problem. And they're trying to take our guys, ruin their careers, and then blame them. They're trying to gaslight our guys. That's the number one thing that's triggered me right now is the Ohio State quarterback stuff. Because, like, Ohio State through the years has had, like, two good quarterbacks that anyone thought would be anything. And, like... When Troy Smith won the Heisman, the one when he was going to the NFL, no one was like, "This guy's going to kill it in the league." No, he was like a, even what, every Ohio State fan round, was like, "Yeah, he's not going to be. Yeah. He's a good college player. He's not going to mm-hmm. be great in the league." Mm-hmm. Somehow we have to wear that because no, no, it's disgusting. I will say, C.J. Stroud. It's really I feel bad for him. He's the one that's getting all the. Everyone's like, "You can't take Stroud. You got to take Young. You got to take Hinton Hooker. You can't take Stroud. You but, can't take an Ohio State quarterback." Yeah, but Texas Tech quarterbacks were famously awesome, and that's why Patrick <laughs> Mahomes panned out. And yeah. Wyoming quarterbacks, everybody knew. Mm-hmm. That's why when Josh Allen was coming out, they're like, "There's a long history of Wyoming quarterbacks dominating in this league, so we better we better jump all over Josh Allen." Mm-hmm. Stupid. I'm not mad, but I am triggered. Um, any shout-outs before we go? Uh, I want to shout-out the North Carolina football team for beating the Duke Blue Devils this weekend. I watched that game the last two Oof. minutes. 
it, uh, it, it almost, it almost ended me. I almost had a heart attack, but at the end of the day, victory bell goes back to North Carolina four years in a row. Um, good to beat Duke again. Good mm-hmm. game by the Blue Devils. I'll give them credit. Good game. They, they played hard. Yeah, they played hard. They, they, um, they tried their best. Yeah, yeah they, they they could have easily won that game, but they didn't. Um, so shout out to North Carolina, six and one. You guys rank now, right? We're we're bowl eligible. <laughs> <laughs> rank number twenty two. <laughs> Drake May is awesome. I do like him. How could you not? I do like him. I finally watched a little Drake May because I told you like yeah, you I, were like I'm checking the stats, but I don't. Get I don't. It. I don't want to actually watch the yeah. game. Yeah. Um. I'm just lazy. I go like now that you're ranked, I'll watch more because I do the I do the thing where you, you check the top twenty five games. Yeah, Carolina feel bad for never James Madison. Up. Shout out to PFT. Yeah. They fell out of the top twenty five. Yeah. Um, but I, I watched the I watched a little bit of the Duke game. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good, nice little comeback for your boys. I mean, it's great that Drake May is Luke May's brother. I still can't believe I can't believe that that worked. And his dad, Mark May, was the quarterback when my mom was in school. So it's oh. like this full, I mean, the May family. And then Bo May is now on the basketball team. That's we're, right. Wearing number 40, just like Hubert Davis. Oof. I love Drake, the May Drake family. Drake May does look like Grayson Allen. Yeah, a little bit. He, does, he is, doesn't look like Luke or Bo. Bo and Luke look exactly alike. Wait till you see Bo May hit a three. You're going to look at me and you're going to go, oh, no. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> is that Luke May? <laughs> they can't keep getting away yeah, with this. Get, <laughs> Kentucky fans are going to be shook. <laughs> Uh, I want to shout out friend of the program uh, who's never been on the show. We should probably have him on mm. at some point. Evan Miyakawa. Yes. Uh, our stack guy. Um, my Number one in the business. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, although actually let me double check that. I got to look at, you know, let me refresh his rankings here because, uh, you know, it's a college basketball season. There's a lot of algorithms out there. Mm-hmm. We pledge our loyalties to Evan. Um, my Ken Palm subscription runs out in a couple weeks. I don't know. It? I don't know if I'm going to renew. I don't know. I don't know. I am not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'll see. I don't know. If uh, if Evan wants my money, I might send it to him. Uh, so Evan has Ohio State at 48. What does Kim Palm have? The preseason. How do you have a preseason algorithm, by the way? There's no data know. to plug in. Yes. Oh, no. Ken Palm has him, has the Buckeyes at 32. Evan has him at 48. Okay, so like I said, Ken Palm is my guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're a Kim Palm I, guy. I'm a Ken Palm guy. Shout out to Ken Palm. <laughs> I'm excited for another year of his algorithm and to... Uh, <laughs> Look at those. Uh, it's house divided. We should stats. get a flag and it has Kim Palm and it has Evan. <laughs> house divided. Uh, no, that's these, I, are, I the, these are the algorithms I run in this house. I was prepared to shout out Evan because uh, Kim Palm put out his preseason algorithm and uh, everyone was talking about that before the AP poll came out. And then mm-hmm. um, I wanted to say, now hang on, everybody. Evan's our guy. If you're a friend of the program, you like Evan. Uh, but Evan doesn't like us back, it looks like. <laughs> So oh, Carolina's good. Carolina's two, yeah. Number two. But Kim Palm has him at number nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Come on. Again, how does But this... Kim Palm is doubling down because he didn't like Carolina all last year. And then That's Carolina true. makes the title game. Then he's butthurt about it. So now he's trying to, you know. <laughs> you know, we get it. We see it. Kim. <laughs> Evan, I will run your algorithm all season long. Yeah. Uh, is that it? You got shout outs, Jim? Uh, just Wes Kaminsky for sending me that picture of the Zodiac Killer who uh, looks exactly like me. So That's right. Yeah. What's the, who, what, what's the publication so everyone can go look it I up? I don't know. I think it's... Wasn't it, I'll try to find it. It was a real publication, right? Los it was Angeles like the, yeah. something. Was it LA Times? That's what I thought. Mm. But I, uh, Los Angeles Magazine? LA yeah, Weekly? It's the, it's the LA the, Magazine. LA, Los Angeles Magazine. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen this, the, the Zodiac headline, Killer... The headline is, Has the Zodiac Killer Mystery Been Solved? And then in parentheses, again... And then the picture of the guy on this article, 
Jim sent it to us, and we, yes. I thought, I seriously thought that Jim had photoshopped himself onto the article, and I, I got the text, and I was like, I guess that's kind of funny, but like, why would Jim do that? To yeah. you? Like, why would Jim say like, guys, isn't this funny? I made too myself much, Jim. It's how we both thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. too much. Like, okay, cool, man. It's cool that you wasted a whole Saturday working on this, but I don't really think it's that funny. Mm -hmm. um, Talking like that is how you become the next victim. Right? <laughs> 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 and then I found out that it wasn't actually Jim, or was it? I don't know. And this is a so basically, it looks just like Jim. It looks just like nuts. Jim. We were talking about this behind your <laughs> back. Have to Jim. tweet it. We were talking Los about Angeles this. Magazine. Yeah. If you kill one of us, mm -hmm. or, or if you want to kill us, do you will you swear to us that you just kill one at a time to where the other one can for still content. watch for content? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. like sure. Do me first, and then Tate can come <laughs> on the show and talk mourn, about mourn you. Yeah, mourn. Um, <laughs> while, while right there. We'll see. Honestly, see we I turned feel. Titus and Tate into like a serial podcast. Yeah, and Jim's hosting it, and it turns out the whole time he's the killer. But he's like giving you false flags. That's, that's genius. Don't uh. What basically what I'm saying is like don't like make sure you can profit off of this because mm -hmm. if you kill us both, then we then we can't do a show. But if you just do one at a time, then we can I do it. I've thought about all. That. <laughs> he's like, I got it. <laughs> like, who do you think you're talking to? Please. Go look up that graphic if you haven't. It is so good. And, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, amazing. It is literally Jim. It's so funny. <laughs> um, I'll have to oh, tweet my it. my I'll final shout out. Uh, I watched Welcome to Wrexham. I really enjoyed it. And it's I just great. Want to right? Shout out uh, those boys. Those those Hollywood boys. Um. Rob McAuley yeah, I enjoy is it. Yeah. amazing. Yeah, Rob McAuley actually makes me want to cheer for the Phillies. And right. The Eagles. Yeah, yeah, and the Birds. Like, you're like, go Birds. I hate those Philly scumbags. And so yeah. I'm, I, I don't mean, I'm sorry. I was too strong. But uh, no, like, no part of me ever was like, you know who I'm going to cheer for is Philadelphia as a city. Literally. Um, but then he makes me want to. You know? I know. He's probably the most likable TV personality. And I know, like, there's acting that goes into it and what they're doing, but it does feel really genuine and real. And even Ryan Reynolds, who I loved so much when I was younger, Kind of got too famous for a little while, but yeah. this show has brought him back to earth. Yeah, you know it humbles I mean? him a little bit. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. right. It, yeah. it makes it fun. And it's, it was fascinating, like watching him not even know the rules of soccer. Oh, it's amazing. Start, and then by the end, they're you know locked. Still in. don't know the rules, but they're like <laughs> passionate about. Also, they've like met over the internet, which is yeah. the funniest thing in the yeah. world to me. No, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I I wanted to. I I wasn't I wasn't going into it being a hater. I was just like going into it like we'll see. I don't know. I'll see yeah. how long I last. And then I, I got very excited when the episode came out and I enjoyed it. And now. Watch uh, I think Wrexham plays like tomorrow in a I actually in a like big Wrexham. match. Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling for him. So there you go. Uh, all right, that's the show. Uh, congrats to the Tar Heels preseason national champions. Uh, we will we see it. you guys Thursday.